Welcome to She Who Believes, the podcast. Great day. You're listening to the podcast, She Who Believes, and I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed She Who Believes. Here we encourage you to stretch your faith and to celebrate you because you are fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of Almighty God. And so we're going to jump right into our declaration. Each week, our declaration comes from the same scripture. It's Luke 1 and 45. And we ask that you do two things, that you join in with us declaring the scripture over your life and that you replace the word woman or she, depending on the version you're declaring from, with your very own name. We, de- we ask that you put your name in and that you speak this truth about yourself. Well, this week I'm making this declaration from the message version of the Bible. And if you guys are ready, here we go. Blessed Vivian, who believed what God said, believed every word would come true. I never, ever get tired of this scripture. I never get tired of this scripture. I never get tired of this declaration because I know that words create, that they are powerful. And because we are made in the image of almighty God, that we can speak his truth into existence in our lives. So blessed is Vivian. Who has believed every word that God has said to me is going to come true? Well, welcome back to the podcast, She Who Believes. It is a wonderful day to be a child of God. Today's title, podcast title, is On the Other Side of the Question Mark. I'm going to jump into the word, and I have two scriptures for you. And the first one is Matthew 4, 6, reading it from the New International Version, and it reads as follows. If you are the Son of God, he said, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and they will lift you up in their hands, so that you will not strike your foot against a stone. And the second scripture is Genesis 3 and 1, and I'm reading it from the English Standard Version. And it reads, Now the serpent was more crafty than any other beast of the field that the Lord had made, the Lord God had made. He said to the woman, Did God actually say, You shall not eat of any tree in the garden? I found that fear often rears its head after a question. Perhaps your questions are something more like, what if you try it and you fail? Or what if you heard God wrong and you step out on faith and he doesn't catch you? What if this and what if that? Always a question. So we hear the question, then we let it settle down into our spirit. Now our minds are on go. Considering once, one scenario after the other over and over again before you know it you're anxious your stomach's upset and you can't even hold your food down you can't focus long enough to pray for someone else or to walk out what God is calling all of us upward to 
Now we are in the land of distraction before we know it. And bef- and then we are either going to forget what we were even supposed to be doing or the direction we were headed towards or we can barely find the strength to carry it out because our mental toil has tired us both mind, body, and soul. But how about what if the next time you are presented with a wild what-if thought, you actually considered the opposite? You know, like what if I step out on the word of God and he blesses my family and breaks generational curses of fear and anxiety? What if I commit to my spouse and we actually have the most loving relationship this side of heaven? What if I take captive this thought and focus only on the truth of God's word? What if I trust Holy Spirit as he speaks to me and I walk confidently in the path he has made straight for me? What if I make a list of definitive promises that God has made in his written word and I speak them in the face of every single what if. Just in case you didn't know, that was actually a tool. That was actually an exercise that you can do. All of us have things that challenge us, challenge our thoughts. There's always something that will often make you draw back from completing a a, a task or following through on something or having the courage to just start it in the first place. Well, that thing's not new because, well, the enemy doesn't really use new tricks and tools. He likes to use what's been, you know, working for him, what's been effective. And so we all can take a look. And if we don't even know how to do that, we can ask God to show us. And we can ask him to give us a strategy. And the one thing I know about God is that we can speak to him. We hear him, but we can also ask him to do things. And when we're asking things that are in his will and he hears us, we've got to know he'll do it. Like it's in his will that we're free in our minds, that we are free from strongholds and bondage. So if we go to God and say, hey, Lord God, could you give me a strategy to overcome this lie or to overcome this addiction or overcome this thing that's been stressing me out? I know that God will speak because, well... He's a loving father and he's promised to answer us. He's promised to answer us. Now, our issue comes when we want the answer to be a specific way and he does it differently because we forget that his thoughts are higher than our thoughts and his ways higher than our ways. So what if, what if you actually began to trust God? What if you asked him for that strategy and you use those tools What if I choose to believe God past what I see? What's on the other side of your question mark? Just might be the life you were created to always live. One full of hope and the manifestation of all God's promises for your life. How do I know this is true? Think about it. The enemy was doing everything he could to stop Jesus, to make Jesus give up his position of power, to make Jesus just throw or or throw out his mission on earth. Why? Because the end result on the other side of that question was our salvation. It was God redeeming us back to himself. It was God taking back the keys from Satan and giving them to us. He gave them to us. But what if Jesus had given in to Satan? Oh, I shudder to even think about the devastation we would all face. We'd be bound and determined to just go to hell. 
But Jesus knew there was something greater on the other side of the question mark. I wonder what if you take just one step today towards your goal and tomorrow you woke up and realized that one step catapulted you ahead 10 years. Would you take it then? So why not take the step now? God has called you to do a particular thing, right? He's promised to be with you. The word says, even if we make our bed in hell, he's there with us. Notice it says, if we make our bed in hell, meaning if we caused all these issues for ourselves, God has still not changed his mind about us. He's still there with us. He's still never going to leave us. He's as close as the breath we breathe because every breath we take in is his. I wondered if you'll trust God and step out and see what's on the other side, other side of your question mark. Now, what I can promise you is that as a child of God, no matter what is on the other side, that God is there. He's always there and he will always work all things out for your good as you have been called according to his purpose and because you love him. I want to hear how you, you stepping out on the other side of your question mark has set you free, has changed your life, has broken strongholds. I want to hear about what God has done for you. So go online to anchor.fm forward slash Vivian dash bell or email us at empowerment at vivianbell.com and tell us what God has done for you since you've made a decision to step out and see what's on the other side of that question mark that has always brought fear to your life. I want to encourage you to let your faith choke your fear. Until next time, I am your host, Vivian Bell, and I am indeed she who believes and the conqueror of the question mark. You are listening to the podcast, She Who Believes. Thank you for joining us today. May your faith be counted unto you as righteousness.